Thanks for listening to this podcast of Bet MGM Tonight. Our show is live every weeknight from 7 to 11 p.m. Eastern on Odyssey radio stations around the country, odyssey.com, as well as the Odyssey app. Let's talk about the MVP race. So, of course, I am winning on over what I saw last night with Giannis, and I've said for a while that this race is already kind of sewn up. It's between Jokic and Joel Embiid. And I have said all year long that it's Joel Embiid, even yeah. though we did play a small little little ticket on John Morant just in case they stole the f- number one seed. Yeah, we're screwed um, on that, man. They're so about to be screwed. 21 and 2 without him now. Yeah, we're screwed. <laughs> we're definitely screwed. Yeah. But now, looking at this 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 uh this futures market in the MVP race, Jokic is the favorite minus 185. Joel Embiid plus 185. But look at Mr. Giannis creeping third best odds at BetMGM plus 550 right now to back him. And then after him is Luka 101. Devin Booker, 101. I wouldn't travel that far, but I would look at Giannis on this list. Tristan, I'll come to you first. You saw the game. We all saw the game that Giannis put on last night. These last three games against real competitive playoff aspiration-having teams, he just dominates them. Even with Chris Middleton getting ejected, he just dominates. Does that change anything for you in this MVP race or no? There's a couple of things that I find to be interesting with this, this MVP race. One, how many times Vegas has changed the line? Right, Steph was the overwhelming favorite until he went into his shooting slump. Yeah. He was like we forget like all yesterday. about that, right? Yep. And he's now 500 to 1. So, I feel like we kind of get caught up in the in the element of the fact that Vegas is some sort of predictor of actual future results because if that was the case, then Steph Curry would never have become 500 to 1, right? And then Joel Embiid at one point was plus 3,000. When you were screaming from the rooftops, Joel Embiid is the MVP. Then he went to, like, minus 250 not that long ago. And at that time, I said, maybe sprinkle a little on Jokic at plus 300 Mm -hmm. because I think it was plus 330 at that time because Jokic is actually statistically playing some of the best, most efficient basketball in history, better than Wilt Chamberlain in terms of his player efficiency rating. Now it's at minus 185. Having a better season than his MVP year Having last year. Having a better year. season. Yeah. If, if you think he was deserving last year, then he is absolutely deserving this year. This year. For sure. And now you've got Giannis, who's plus 550. He's creeping up. I think Giannis is absolutely deserving. I think he's deserving every single year. I do think there's something to voter fatigue, though. I oh, think yeah. that the interesting thing to me, and I'm not saying to put a lot of money on it, and I'm not saying that it's going to happen, but we see these, even though we don't have that much time left, and that's the one thing that's a sticking point for me. But the ups and downs of the MVP race. I don't think there's much value with Embiid anymore. Mm-hmm. But the Devin Booker noise is getting louder mm. and louder and louder. And you can see that the propaganda machine of he's the, he's the leading scorer on the number one team in yeah. the NBA. Yep. Yeah. And every other time that there has been somebody who's the leading scorer on the number one team, they win the MVP. Yep. So at 100 to 1, I feel like just a little pizza money. I'm not saying it's going to happen, but we've seen these ups and downs. Yep. And if you want to take advantage of just the numbers, play, sprinkle a little bit in a few different spots yeah. so that you can cover your bases. I like that. Ryan, what say you? I think just for Giannis, and I hate to say this, maybe like a too little too late, and I don't yeah. think it's too little too late because he's been awesome all season long. But you look at the Bucks. The Bucks are too little an, too late. An up and down season like to start the year, and now they're playing their best basketball. But for me, I mean, Giannis should be the MVP, but for it's sure. kind of like you said with voter fatigue. He could win it like legitimately every single year. Just like in the 90s, Jordan could have won it every single year, and he was always the number one seed in the Eastern Conference. The years they wouldn't give it to him, though, it would be like Carl Malone, the year that Utah was the number one seed and they met the Bulls in the finals. 
And, and that's the thing with Jokic. Like, Denver, as of right now, I believe they're the sixth, the sixth seed still in the West. Yep. But if you take Jokic off that team, they're not in the playoffs, man. Jamal Murray's been out all season long. Michael Porter Jr.'s missed an extended period of time. But like you said, Q, I mean, statistically, he's having a better season than he did last year when he won MVP. Without him, that team's in the dumps. So I think he's going to win it. I don't – I'm out on Embiid. Not, I mean, he's having a fantastic season, but I'm out on Embiid. I think it should be Giannis because the only – Giannis statistically is putting up very comparable numbers to Jokic outside of the assists. Yep. You know, he's not really a facilitator. I mean, he is, but on this team, he's looking to score the basketball because they have Drew Holiday running yep. the offense. They have Chris Middleton running the pick-and-roll game with Giannis, the two-man game. But I like Giannis, and I lean Giannis just because of what he does on the defensive end. Look at the last two games, for example. Look yep. at the game against Philadelphia. The game he has the block against Embiid. It looked like a goaltend, but it was not. Look at game six of the NBA Finals. That block, then he runs down, runs the rim on the other, on the other end, and Drew throws him the alley-oop. He dunks at home. He's the best player in the league, but I just think voter fatigue is real. He could win it every single year. They're not going to give it to him every year. Yeah. He should also probably be a defensive player of the year, and he's 14-1 to 1 for that. So I think it should be Giannis, but I think it's going to Jokic. I would, I would sprinkle just something little on Giannis just because because if, right. you, if, we, if we want to get to the nitty-gritty, I'm looking at the points per game. Giannis is averaging 30.1 points per game. That's more than Embiid. That's also more than Nikola Jokic. If we're looking at rebounds per game, Jokic actually leads the category, 13.6 rebounds per game. That's more than Joel Embiid, 11.5. Giannis does have 11.7. But you talked about the assist numbers. Yeah. I saw a nice fact from Drew Hanlon. Now, he has a little bit of a, a stake in the race because Absolutely. he has a, a, pr a pure sweat athlete in Joel Embiid. Everybody has a stake. Like, everybody, everybody. Like, like, I know you better you bet Ken and Nick, obviously, Embiid. Yeah. You know, some people, uh, Giannis. Me, unfortunately, Ja. Yeah, same. Also, before you even go, why is Jason Tatum not even on this list? Well, we've had this argument before. Jason Tatum, it's just, it's just that's a little too – too late. I feel. He's only, not too, he's only 19, little, little, little guys. He is only 19. He is only 19. He'll uh, get an MVP at some point. I think he will. But I'm looking at his assist numbers. I mean, Giannis is sitting at 5.8, so six assists per game. That's only two less than Jokic. And then, so if we're looking at our stats that are, are pretty similar, I mean, if you want to go by field goal percentage, um, you're sitting at a 55% shooting percentage from the field with Giannis, 49% uh, with Joel Embiid. Jokic is shooting 58%. So they're all still great efficiency. I feel like it comes down to your wins and losses. The fact of the matter is that if we're being technical, the team that the most winning team on this list belongs to Giannis in the in the Milwaukee Bucks. Forty eight wins is the second seed yeah. in the Eastern Conference. Joel Embiid, it's cool, it's fine, but your team is sitting at forty six and thirty, and they're in the midst of a three game losing streak. You've actually gotten worse since James Harden has been there. I look at the Western Conference. You already said it. Denver is sitting sixth. Sixth yeah, in when, the standings. When is an MVP ever, like, you only know what I mean? Russ. Like, only, only Russ. Only Russ because he averaged a triple-double. He averaged a triple-double. Like, even, like, I mean, I love Derrick Rose, but if you're looking at, like, worst MVPs all time, he was the youngest MVP of all time. He doesn't win MVP that year if the Bulls aren't the one seed over yep. Miami. That was the first year with uh, LeBron, Wade, and Bosh together. But the yep. Bulls were the one seed. Derrick won MVP. I just, yeah, I mean. I think what you're saying is right. A little bit too little too late. But it, I don't even think it's Giannis's fault. I think it's. Number one, it was fatigue coming into the season. We do want to – even coming into the season, we didn't start talking about Jokic until around, like, the All-Star break. Like, yep. nobody, was, nobody was, like, standing – like, I remember and when – it was in, Yeah, and Steph, Steph yeah, especially when he injury. had the record to break. Yeah. But I remember watching ESPN, and it was Zach Lowe who was arguing for his life on the panel – for Nikola Jokic to be MVP. That was around the All-Star break. Nobody yep. was talking about it. And then the second half of the year, everybody's like, whoa. They're like, oh, yeah, real ones think Jokic is an MVP. Right, real, so if you want to be, be on the smart side or a real one side, shout out to BetQL, uh, our 
great great network that we have here you better you bet but if you if you want to look at it like it kind of came on late too but it's all about the narratives uh -huh. and the production i don't think milwaukee has been as flashy because they won the championship yes. good job Giannis. all right mm -hmm. we're gonna forget about them because i mean they have guys who've been in and out of the lineup injury rest and all that stuff but they Losing still win games. they're still but they're still winning games in the grand scheme of this yep. thing and they're turning it on at the right time i think for Giannis. It's the best for him to be playing at this level right now because I don't think I've ever seen a, a last two weeks of a season be this close-knit in an MVP race. I mean, it's been a very long time for me personally. I'll, I'll say really quick, I think we overreact to everything too. Like Giannis for is sure. the MVP this week because they beat Philly and last night they beat Brooklyn. But remember, it was just a couple weeks ago where Embiid dropped 41, Giannis had 30-something, and Philly beat Milwaukee. Yeah. And everybody's like, oh, that's it. That's the signature game that Embiid needed. Two weeks later, now it's Giannis. So I just we do overreact. You have to look at the whole season. But I think – I don't know. I mean, if we're going off the second half, Luka could be the MVP. Yeah, that's that's true. You know what I also think? I think it says a lot about how people actually feel about this year's MVP race. Jokic, kind of boring. He won it last year. Good job, Jokic. Joel Embiid, if he wins it this year, oh, it's a big man. Nobody likes to give the big man the MVP. Nope. What happened to Le LeBron and James? all three of those guys, though, Jokic, Embiid, Giannis, all three big men, I think that's why there's not enough buzz. There's not a lot of guard. buzz. We don't have a Steph Curry mm -hmm. that's shooting from 40 and getting MVP love. We don't have even Kevin Durant because he had that injury, so he held himself out of a lot of games. Mm -hmm. And he's a seven-foot sharp shooter. LeBron James every single year, but he plays on the Lakers. So you can stop all that talk right there because you're a Laker. So it's, it's weird that this year you get three big men and you're kind of like, oh, this can go all the way down to the final week of basketball. Yeah, it's kind of like people don't care about big men in basketball. And they get overlooked every single night. It's a sad thing. It's a sad, sad thing. But these players are great. That's our take on the MVP race. Poor John Morant. We had him. Uh, we got on him. We thought we had him. We couldn't call him. I'll play him West. again next year. I would play him again next year. And the year after that. The only problem is the team's so good. That's true.